Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Lisa Morton. How are you doing, Lisa? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you so much. And I'm hanging out in Manchester in northwest of, Eng of England, Greater Manchester. Oh, beautiful. Lisa is CEO and founder of Roland Dransfeed. For the last 25 years, Lisa has worked to, uh, to forge meaningful, lasting business relationships that create both business growth and social impact. Lisa's We Built the City podcast series, which hears from Mancunians, born, bred, and adopted, who put the heart into greater Manchester. I think your mission to create hundreds of close and long-lasting business and personal relationships between brands, businesses, clients, media, charities, fellow teammates, and yourselves is remarkable. So I'm very <laughs> thankful I can talk to you today, Lisa. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Wonderful. All right. So let's dive right in. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. So uh, first I'm interested in who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? So um, an ideal client for us would be, as you say, it would be a brand, a business or an individual who wants to build those purposeful relationships that have a lasting legacy. Um, and they want to build those maybe with their shareholders, um, stakeholders, internal teams, um, supply chain or clients. Um, and in doing so, communicate the values um, and, and create that legacy piece for future proofing uh, the business. That sounds challenging, I guess. You, you yeah, it is challenging. I think it comes naturally to some people and to some organizations. Um, what we found, and, and it's it's very true of where I'm sitting today in Greater Manchester, is that we are a, a city region which is built on relationships. Um, our, our little icon is actually a worker bee. Um, and so we refer to Manchester as a hive where we all come together and it's where we're all kind of working away in the background to make the magic happen. And, you know, I truly believe that you can't do everything on your own. And it's when there's the power of the connection and those networks and relationships which, you know, you can ultimately do anything with those. And what we have also found um, in, in, in society and history anyway is that when there are times of adversity, it's when you can really dig into those relationships that you've built, that you put that effort into over a period of time, that suddenly, um, even though you may have not had that connection for, say, a decade or so, when you really need it, you can go back to that because you put the effort in, you put the work in all that time ago. So... For us as a business, we understand that um, you can't do it alone and it brands and businesses need to connect and have, you know, um, heartfelt relationships with all their stakeholders around them. Well, that sounds wonderful. And you have my jealousy about Manchester and all the connections and, the, you know, that <laughs> approach. <laughs> Makes me wonder when I'd be able to travel again, right? Ah, well, you're most welcome here. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so, and, you know, with all these uh, challenges, you know, of course, uh, you know, mistakes happen. So what are common mistakes uh, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of issue, that kind of problem? 
Well, I think um, often the issue, the starting point for organisations is do they understand how they show up in the world? Mm. You know, do they understand what their values are? Um, Often they aren't clear on what they are. They're not clear on what may set themselves apart from competitors and they aren't clear on what it is they need to do to deserve their audience's engagement. Um, And that's often because they just haven't done the work in the first place on really understanding what what their values are. And we saw so much of this, particularly in the past couple of years, whereby so many businesses suddenly switched from working together in person to work remotely or an organization which may have had an offer um, that suddenly for example hospitality suddenly restaurants were closed so how did those brands engage with their audiences when they couldn't do how they couldn't operate the way they'd always always operated and at that point then it turns to what we stand for and for example we saw i'm sure you've seen yourself hospitality brands or hotels when they couldn't open the doors we've had hotels here who have opened their doors to um to our um public health workers we've had restaurants who have created food banks and distributed food for vulnerable people and in doing that they've really dug into what they stand for as an organization and they've all also leaned on the relationships that they've made um, in building that business in order to fulfill that end goal and create that legacy and create a purpose. And they've been the successful businesses who have been able to keep their teams engaged and feeling that they are here on this planet, I suppose, to do more than just the job that's in front of them. And so for us, that is about seeing and understanding your values and creating those relationships. Yeah, that sounds uh, wonderful. What you, uh, from the perspective of the kind of work you do, also helping them, and really it falls back to the connections that you mentioned earlier. So that's a red thread. And uh, in these challenging times, you know, um, it's really coming to the flexibility and the connections that you have established so far. And so I really appreciate uh, your approach here, and uh, your, that your clients are can be happy to have someone like you on your side. So well, before I ask, sure. Sure. So before, no, yes, carry, carry on. No, no, go ahead. No, I absolutely agree. And and we have found that we um, ask our clients to think about what they can do um, for the community around them before they think about what they can do for themselves. And definitely over the last two years, we, we've realized that I think we've all seen that consumers and customers and clients don't really care how well you're doing you know, they care how well you're doing for other people. And so it's those brands and businesses that have flourished, I think, over the past two years in particular. Already having goosebumps, Shimmer, so don't uh, don't give it away yet. (laughs) (laughs) So before I ask Lisa, what is one valuable reaction that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. If you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Lisa, what's... What is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that kind of issue? We're already tapping into it, but, you know, something tangible. Well, I think there's two things. One is that um, it's actually, I think, being clear on your values as a person, individually or as an organization, 
as an organisation professionally is the most important work that you can do in life and in, in, in work. And if you don't know um, what your values are, then you don't know if they're being undermined for a start. Um, and you can't, I, I um, equate it to thinking about a bowling alley. So when that when the ball goes down the middle, you've got the bumpers at the side. If you've got good values, you may be pulled astray, uh, you may be pulled away from your values, but those values will pull, you know, the bumpers will put you back in, into the centre. So that's very important and it's life-changing it's liberating when you do the work and you have to take the time and then the other thing is to always think about what you can do for other people because I believe that we're not here as businesses or human beings on this planet to use all those resources that we've got but to use the resources to create more resources and if you do that you know you will get purposeful relationships in your life and in your business life that's next level approach. I really and and it's it's absolutely necessary, especially in kind uh, in uh, in times like these. So, I'm I'm thankful for for your service. So, what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help with that kind of issue? Maybe also in a broader. We're already talking about broader sense, but uh, maybe you have something special. Well, a couple of things I would say is that um, we did piece of work on our own values around about um, five years ago and it did change the business we were going through a huge amount of growth and we had some people that we brought on board that perhaps joined at a senior level who did not necessarily ultimately have those values that are important to me um, and we did a piece of work which is on our website it's called the Roland Transfield Way um, and you can have a look at that at www.rdpr.co.uk and we studied lots of values we studied um, charities um, sports teams um, even countries codes and values and built our own um, so I would I would recommend that people look at what drives us and I'm sure you'll be inspired by those values. And the other thing is, as you mentioned before, we have We Built This City podcast. And although that is about Greater Mancunians, um, born, bred or adopted, um, it's also about their values and their purposeful relationships and their legacies. And there's a, a little um, a bonus episode with that, which is called Know Your Value. And so some of those stories are absolutely inspirational and just demonstrate how much you can achieve if you really are clear on values and you are very clear and um, with your personal relationships and your professional relationships. Well, I hope you're recognized in Manchester for being uh, such a great ambassador for uh, great, great Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value um, to our audience? So I think a good question would be, what is the definition of purposeful relationships? Um, and for me, it's one where you're always in credit with whoever your relationship is with. And I think it's a great way of looking out on life in terms of all the people who are around you. Um thinking about that if you put more in to those relationships than you take out, um, you're ultimately mostly in credit. And if a time comes along whereby you need to make a really big debit because that's something you need to call upon, you need some resource, some support, or, you know, you just make a, a big mistake um, that you didn't mean to make and it wasn't done through lack of integrity you can get that forgiveness or you can get that support. You can make the ask because you're in credit. And I always say to my team, if you're going to ask anybody for anything, make sure that you are in credit 
or you at least take something along at the time of the ask, which is more than the value that you're asking for. So for me, you know, that means that we're always operating and, and engaging with people with purpose. Well, I'm already there. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, this brings me to my final question, but this, this time it's a personal one and we're getting into goosebumps territory already. So when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, I've got a wonderful daughter who's 21 um, just recently and my son's nearly 23 uh, and they give me goosebumps all the time because they just surprise and, and make me laugh all the time. But just last week, um, my daughter's re recently graduated from university and she did a two-year accelerated degree course in music performance and um, songwriting. And she was in university in, in a two-year period, which is mostly taken up with COVID. So her whole experience of what university would be like was definitely curtailed. And um, it was pretty sad because in that time there were, there were no gigs, there were no sessions, they couldn't go into studios. And she's passionate about music. She's sung since she could speak. Um, and I saw in that period of time her passion for music really dying. It was very, very sad to see. Um, But last week I was in bed, I was about to turn off the lights and she'd gone to a gig with a friend and a video came through and I opened the video and she was outside the venue um, having jumped on a, a busker's mic straight outside the theatre and she was singing one of the artist songs to a huge group of, of people who were all singing along with her and videoing her. <laughs> and my heart, I didn't, I was laughing and crying at the same time and I just thought she has got a voice back and she has, and she has now started singing again. So that was just an incredible moment. Well, you have me <laughs> again. Wonderful goosebumps moment and very moving. Also, thank you, Lisa, for sharing this beautiful goosebumps moment. And uh, also, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you, and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you so much, and I really love your podcast. So, thank you. It's an honor to be on it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening, and as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.